Welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. I was really expecting you to use your online name. No, it, I mean, my online name is more all-encompassing than, than the focus, I think, of this episode. I mean, <laughs> wow. How? It, well, I mean, don't let's, reduce let's, him. Let's to a feature segment. this creature. <laughs> let's feature this creature, and you'll you'll understand better what I mean. No, we got some shit to do first. Okay, well let's let's do that then. So this is our first October episode of this year, and we do horror movie monsters in October, or just regular movie monsters because only the first Godzilla movie is really a horror movie. I guess that's true. I was gonna say like, what's a movie that has monsters in it that's not a horror movie? But like. Every Nightmare on Elm Street past the first one, and uh, not New Nightmare. Well, I don't know. I would say like past the first three. So like four, Dream five, Warriors and six. is not really a horror movie. Dream Wars. I mean, it's a horror movie, but it because it's like I, I always think of like. Have you ever seen the Ghost in the Darkness? No, it's a great movie. You should check it out. It, right. It's actually really cool. But it like it's a horror movie about like the British trying to build a railroad in Africa and like killer lions. Oh yes. I have seen it. Like it's definitely a horror movie, but yeah. like, it's like not really a horror movie. It's like more like a historical drama. So I don't know. Like, no, I, think, I agree. I think dream warriors, dream warriors is, is more of, of a historical thing. drama. It's, it's definitely a horror movie, but it's also more of a historical drama. It's, it's also an extended Doken video. That too. <laughs> definitely that like cartoons Sorry, were made Beyonce, to sell toys. He, he, they pioneered it. Yep. The um the album there is a album. scene in Dream Warriors that actually makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> really, which one is that? Uh, the one with the uh, Terrans. Uh, yeah, honestly, same puckering same. track marks. Yep, genuinely upsetting. It's just that's a terrible good visual. Yep. So uh, we answer questions during October. Spook. We answer well, questions whenever. Say, we answer questions whenever. But we actually get them during. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Are they spookier or ookier? Is this question a trick or a treat? Oh. I mean, I really like this question. Okay. It's from. Uh, so it's a treat. It's from our friends at Grand Rapidians playing video games. Oh, okay. Or play video games. It's a very good question. I'm very excited for your reaction. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I hope it's not underwhelming. Isn't it about time we got a Critters versus Tremors movie? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, yes. Would they? But how would that even? How would that even work? Would they be? Would Would it be like a true Critters versus Tremors? Would they be fighting each other? I mean, the Krites will we, fight anything. We find out the Graboids are also from space. No, it's the yeah. Okay, it's the Krites and like the Shriekers <laughs> fighting for food. Okay. All right. Because they both are insatiable monsters. So in the future, these two alien species have decimated the Uh, population. Nothing is more earthling than the Graboids. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) The Graboids. And then the Ass Blasters show up. (laughs) Everything changed. When the Ass Blasters showed up. Everything changed when they made a Tremors TV show. Not uh, not the biggest fan. Sweater from the production of the Tremors TV show. Nice. That's pretty fun. And uh, there's a line I always remember from that show, and I don't know why. It just stuck with me. There are no right angles in nature. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I don't think that's true. But I mean, I also don't think it's true. But I'm like, actually, I'm positive that's not true, but okay. Because they're uh, tracking the albino graboid. Uh. 
and like on the little boop boop Bert sees it make a right angle turn and is like that means there's something there because there's no right angles in nature <laughs> okay uh, I, I just I like the idea that like it couldn't the graboid couldn't make a right turn without it, without block. there being like a perfect 90 degree object obscuring and even its then it a creature wouldn't have made an exact perfect right angle. Uh, it maybe it's like a really good, like a smart, self-aware, like nature doc kind of comment. That like, <laughs> is this really a reasonable comment to make? But yes, short answer: they, this movie should happen. It'd be fun. I still need to watch the the, the critters the uh, new uh, shorts. Yeah, I need to watch them. It's weird, man. I know, but I, I had to. I, I have to experience it to be able to yeah. really judge it. I mean, I I really liked. Critters three, uh, with the uh, the young uh, Leo DiCaprio. Um, man. but you know, man, <laughs> it gets weird. New binge gets weird. I mean, Critters one is weird, but I guess it, weirder than that isn't. Didn't you say Brad Dourif? No, it's not Brad Dourif. It's um, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. That's in it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So you know they mean business. <laughs> <sighs> I like um, what it, what if it was Gilbert Gottfried is the voice of all of the critters. Oh, all but not, but, but not in English, like in their language. Yeah. Just that all would the be like, so good. See, like we're not even like ready theory. for that one. I mean, well, that's always, that, that's something that I've always well, wanted is like <laughs> movies just not in English movies, not in like any real language. Just all of it is mumbling with subtitles. Weren't they going to do that for original dark crystal? That is something they wanted to do. Yeah. And there's actually some deleted scenes with it on one of the DVD releases, but Test audiences are like, I don't got a DVD. You guys watching this uh, this weird movie about puppets in the future, maybe? And I, I can't I can't handle subtitles. Also, some kind of weird foreign movie. <laughs> like I don't know. I just you couldn't. People apparently test audiences didn't go for it. Mm. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'm back from the wasteland. Yes, I was in Yucca Man Country and Thunderbird Country. Did you see either of them? I did not. But That's I did remarkable. see a bunch of weird motherfuckers. Really? Wow. I went up onto this rocky ridge in the middle of the desert and just saw a man wandering far away from the event. Like, like he took like a, a perfect right angle. From the- <laughs> he did make a perfect fucking right angle left turn to go to the event. Whoa. Meth so I think is he not just from nature, Garrett. Meth is exactly from nature. You haven't found a meth bush? <laughs> no I, it's I got like, little baggies growing on it here. i like to imagine meth is a tuber <laughs> like it grows under the ground and you like shatter it <laughs> so just a glassy porous it's like it's like pumice but organic <laughs> right that's how it works or meth pomegranate oof well that's even worse little, <laughs> little shards in there well, that's my tomaco ripoff. I'm <laughs> planning that right tomaco. now. Tomaco. It's a palmeth granite. <laughs> wow. Let's get to today's featured creature. The idea is all yours, audience. Make millions. Breaking Bad's back. People love it. Today's featured creature is uh, Imhotep. <laughs> I like the small, the, the pre-scream, the warning that it's going to be scary. It's because I lost my place on my phone. Okay. No, that scream was from the 30s. It just took a really really, really weird laugh in that movie. Really? Yeah. It's um in the very beginning of the movie. It's when um 
Imhotep just gets up and walks out of the fucking sarcophagus. And there's that young dude in the fucking, like, seeing the bandage trail out the door. And he's like, ha, 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 Oh, pro- proto Benny. Ha, 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 ha. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's a weird it's like a terrified scared laugh because he's like that's not real that's not real doing his doing his best renfield i'll try my hardest to find an audio clip of it but i watched it on fucking twitch so you can't rat on the streamer though garrett don't that way because we don't want to get it taken down aren't all of the universal movies in uh public domain i don't think so maybe maybe how long does but it take? Because so. I know there's some that are from well, age. Like, I think they can renew it if they, like, re-release it, I think. Mm. And, like, I think you can apply for, like, I guess it'd be an extension. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Because that's why, like, Fantasia is not in public domain. As much as I wish. So, Imhotep from the 1932 Mummy movie. Not to be confused with Imhotep from the Brendan Fraser movie. The much better Imhotep? I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, from what I understand, he's already very right. It's insane. He's not that powerful in this one. Yeah, He's no. got like some low... It, it's insane. <laughs> I, th- I think the most powerful mummy from the original Universal movies... It's it's not Emotep and it's not even like Karis. It's like the random priest guy from yeah. like the last one, the the one that's set in the American South. Like that's <laughs> the most powerful mummy I think they have, and it's because he's like literally indestructible or something. I I don't know, but it's just crazy from like this to the from how he is to the remake, his power yes. buff, like. Jesus Christ. Imagine being like an old person. Like you were a kid when you saw the mummy and then you see this and you're like, oh yeah, like, you know, what's he, he's looking for his girlfriend. He's a sad boy. Okay. And then he's just like, and they're like, oh, okay, no, he's, he's actually a threat. I had he's, like, he's I had a thought when watching it at like when he's showing her his past and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So Imhotep didn't do anything wrong. Like, and then he's like, I'm going to kill your shell. And I'm like, oh, nope, nope. Yeah, there okay. there it goes. Well, all right. Yep. He took it too far. Yep. He, he was just kind of far. kind of chill before. And then he took it just a little bit too far. A lot bit too far. When he had Bast through a cat kill a dog. He's got a bit of the Iraqi blood in him, you're saying. So his other names. Arden Bay. Or Death Bay. And then. The mummy. <laughs> Simply the mummy. Uh, he is the high priest of the pharaoh, formerly, and is a sorcerer. Now deceased. Receased? Receased. <laughs> it says his powers. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> It's Halloween time. Are you, have you never seen that? No. I'm, I'm so sorry. Brief no, no. tangent. There's a, there's a sick animation like short about like two kids trick or treating, and it like their grandpa is just like asking about candy, and he's like, "You got any? You got any Snickers? What about a Reese's? How about a Butterfinger?" He's like asking for for candies in a very very funny way. And got it. 
I, I almost daily, I, I quote this one bit. <laughs> Literally, anytime someone says marine biologist, marine biologist. Ooh, How often are you hearing the phrase marine biologist? <laughs> Surprisingly often. No, it happens. Surpri- like either that or a very common candy name. Like <laughs> one of those. I got three musketeers. <laughs> Tragically, no. <laughs> Do those even still exist? Yeah. And they, I know they made like a dark chocolate. They made a mint one that's real good. Interesting. So back to the mummy. So it's powers and skills. <laughs> Egyptian occult arts. Water divination. Necromancy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Necromancy? No. I believe it's the art of communicating with the dead. Oh, multilingualism. Wow. Okay, I feel like they're really trying to pad... I don't know, man. Resume this here. ancient mummy speaks perfect English. That that is true. Like inexplicably, he's just perfect talking English. to a dead guy. It's cheating. I also like how his disguise is just like some clothes. His face is still desiccated right. as fuck. He's still a and these fucking man. genius scientists can't uh, tell that this guy who just gave him some like old artifacts are is uh, a fucking mummy wearing a fucking robe. You, you know that like when they were producing this movie that people were bringing up these questions. They're like, no, no, no it's fine. It'll be fine. Trust me. It'll be fine. It's it all right for Boris Karloff to play exist. an Egyptian. <laughs> well, he's an ancient Egyptian. They're a different group of people. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> Man, he was really fucking good in it, though. Boris Karloff playing an ancient alien. Uh, here's his goals. You know, I'm going to read his goals, his crime, and his type of villain. Wow, okay. I'm interested in this format. Uh, revive his lost lover, Ankh S. N. Amon. <laughs> okay, is it is it literally written like that? Yeah, Ankh, like hyphen A, and okay, okay. I was hyphen like, E-S. I was thinking Ankh space capital S, period. No, it's Ankh hyphen E-S hyphen E-N hyphen Amon. Good God. His crimes? Murder. <laughs> he, well, he killed like one person? Yeah, he made that uh, guy that was trying to burn the scroll of Thoth. Okay. I just had to stop myself real hard from chanting Thoth. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to chant that, then you got to chant Deep Ground. And then you got to chant Rose, Rose Boys. <laughs> oh, man. The damage that's been done. And here, uh, his type of villain? In Love Mummy. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Dracula. I mean, a right, like in in love, meta human. The movie, the Mummy movie, and Dracula are the exact same story. Yeah, like beat for beat. He has different like methods, but it's the exact same story. Like ancient entity shows up, wows a bunch of like a crowd of guys. Basically. Shows up all weird and gross, and then shows up in like modern clothes, all cool. Helps some people out, gets and progressively then more handsome. Finds the chick he's into like brainwashes mind controls her too as you do right because that's i mean everybody knows and then the he way gets killed by heart. some old doctors yeah it sounds about right i mean that's basically the plot for creature from black lagoon too yeah nah because well, he, I mean, he okay. doesn't show i mean in the I other mean, movie he shows up in modern clothes but <laughs> good god <laughs> it's definitely in poor taste huh it's so funny too because all the posters for that creature lives among us like definitely look like he's supposed to be black <laughs> This is just kind of funny, but like, I would argue that creature follows the formula, just minus the cool clothes. That's it. Honestly, 
I mean, he doesn't like brainwash anybody. Well, I mean, you could say the scientist is sort of, you know, seduced by their own hubris. You know, the the, the prospect of being on the 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 real cutting edge of science. They found the ichthyosapien, right? And <sighs> I mean, who's to say? Maybe it was you know the creature what lured them there. Perhaps. So here is Imhotep's history. Is he a Russian mummy? I wish. Is he? <laughs> well, it's Boris Karloff. He's like Hungarian, right? Uh, no, I think it's Bela Lugosi that was Hungarian. Ah, uh, yes. So Imhotep was a high priest during the reign of Pharaoh Amenhotep. He fell in love with Princess A. <laughs> I, okay. I don't want I, to read Anamon rem- anymore. I remember in the Brendan Fraser movie, they say Anaxuna Moon. It might be a Briario Spoliero situation where they yeah. were just way wrong originally and slightly better later. Yeah. Uh, who, was, uh, who was a priestess of the goddess Isis, uh, but she grew ill and died. Distraught Imhotep stole the scroll of Thoth from its hiding place in the temple of Isis and brought it to the priestess's tomb in an attempt to resurrect her. I love the scene, the, the scenes in the movie for this, because like when he's caught by guards, they just show up, and he just like casually stands up and goes with them. There's no like <laughs> he force fight. struggle. Like, well, all right. Then like, they're sitting in the room with like the pharaoh, and he's like, get you to death and he's like just turns around, and like the guards, he walks ahead of the guards, and the guards seem like they're like, oh shit, yeah, we're supposed to go with them. Uh <laughs> They're like ancient Egyptian Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, he was sentenced to be buried alive. So, and the scroll to be buried with him. So no crime like this could ever occur in ancient Egypt again. Why? Like, I don't, I mean, like it just, you have actual magic, presumably, even if it, even if it wasn't, you believe it's actual magic. You're going to bury this man alive with a tremendously powerful magical artifact. There, that scene of them bandaging his head, like mummifying him. Yeah. Uh, takes fucking forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a like an extended version of the Wolfman transformation sequence. It's like a whole goddamn minute in this fucking hour and 13 minute long movie. I mean, if I remember correctly, oh, wasn't so it's a whole funny game situation? <laughs> Good God. Uh, if I remember correctly, wasn't the mummy the last of the Universal movies, like the original batch they made? Uh, I don't know because I remember no Dracula really came out one year before it. Oh, really? Wow. Was yeah. Frankenstein the first one? Uh, I'm not or sure. Was it? Dra- no, I think it was Dracula. I'm not sure. Huh. I don't think it was the last one. I think Wolfman came out after Mummy. Interesting. Okay. I think I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I just, I remember wa- watching the when I was young, getting the feeling that it was like a lot of bits and pieces from other movies kind of amalgamated that it used a lot of like kind of the same visual themes mm-hmm. shot very similar, I guess. So his ass is buried alive <laughs> and, uh, he was f- uncovered in 1921 and then he just walks right out of that fucking <laughs> coffin and take the lid off. And he's just like, bye. Like the sarcophagus is open. Some guys expecting pottery and other guys expecting the mummy. And then he just gets up and walks away when they're all out of the room, except for the guy who laughed weird. So he's just like, and I then my time flash forward 1932. He's wearing just some fucking regular ass clothes. Just a suit and a fez. He gives them some, he tells them where, uh, his love is buried and then has him uncover her. And then, 
So, hey, give me that scroll back. I need it. And they're like, no, we're going to burn it. He uses his weird Egyptian powers to kill the guy, give him a heart attack. Imagine if, like, Emotep was just like, you know, it's been a long time. I went crazy, went uncrazy, you know, from being buried in dirt. Um, I know where all this cool stuff's at. So, like, I'm just going to live a good life now that I'm functionally immortal. And I know where presumably millions of dollars worth of, you know, Egyptian artifacts are. Why don't you just like retire to, you know, Southern California and live a good life? Hmm. The weird occult, because uh, one of the doctors calls his occultist friend, Dr. Mueller. <laughs> Dr. Mueller. For something taking place in 1932, having a German uh, occultist is a... Uh, Makes sense. I mean, it's historically accurate. It is. Predicts the future. All the... the uh, what did they call that? It was the 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 Cairo Waffen, right? The uh, the, <laughs> the branch of the SS, their mummy soldiers. Yeah, there's not much left to talk about with Imhotep. He just mind controls the lady a couple times, shows her the, his history, which we kind of already covered. People watch her, and then like they're like, we can't fucking find him, so we're just gonna let you go to him, and we'll follow you. <laughs> we're gonna use you as bait, Daphne. Yeah, and then even with all of her memories back, she's like. Fuck you. I want to live. Even in this new world. I don't want to die. Nice. She's like, I'm a, she's like, I am a priestess of Isis. I am not, I don't belong in this temple to Anubis. I don't belong where dirty things are. Nice. Rejected. So that, that means Emotep's the, the original incel. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think Emotep fucks. It- <laughs> It was just, this was the one misplaced. She was the one that got away. It's like, I could have had anybody, but I wanted you. <laughs> she fucking gets on her knees and prays to Isis. Uh-huh. And then a goddamn statue, like it's the statue of Isis, raises its hand and shoots Imhotep with lightning. I do not wow. remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> Whoa. And Imhotep dies. Wow. Re-dies. Okay, so in the Hammer Horror movie, Dracula gets killed by lightning. Mm-hmm. And now Emotep gets killed. By, well, I guess I shouldn't say and now because the, you know, the, or, well, the, it's, the order is It says uh, Statue raises his hand and struck Emotep with divine lightning. Mm, it beamed at him. And it also hits the scroll of Thoth. Wow, okay, Thoth, just two Thoth, for Thoth, one, Thoth, just Thoth, quick. Thoth. Quick, just, you know, got to make sure we're going to two for one. And then Imhotep was disintegrated. Wow. And the scroll burned away. Yeah, at least Universal knew. They were like, there's no way we can bring him back. He's gone. New mummy. Yeah, they brought back Karis in the second one. Well, yeah, because yeah. he's a different guy. But he's, it, he's like, not actually the villain, though. He's, like, a sympathetic guy. It's interesting because, like, he, in character, I think he's more what they based like Emotep's backstory and well, like his motivation kind of, I get, because like in the remake, the, the origin is very much the same. We're like, Oh, I want to bang at an Oxuna moon. And then like, we both die, but like, it's okay. Cause I'm super cool. I'll resurrect her in the future. I like this section for powers and abilities. Uh, uh-huh. as a mortal, Emotep demonstrated great mystical powers as the Pharaoh's high priest, Although his powers pale in comparison to his 1999 film that counterpart, <laughs> he is they. still a formidable adversary through his charisma and deception. When are we going to get Crisis on Infinite Mummies? Where he just like shows up and they're just like, they only make fun of this Emotep for being really underpowered. 
And then his other powers, he has immortality, uh, resulted in being mummified alive and later accidentally revived by the skull of Thoth. Wait, so they have Thoth's skull as well? Scroll. Oh, okay. Scroll I, I was excited. They had like Thoth. a giant yeah. ibis head. He has really self-sustenance. Big. He eats himself? He has no need to eat, drink, or breathe. Mm. Or, or breathe. That's actually super important. Necrokinesis. <laughs> like just dead material. He is able to resurrect the dead. He attempted to use it to revive. Uh, he can just any. He can control the dead. Okay, that's useful. He's got hypnosis and heart stopping. He's hypnosis, not square gnosis. He's a cool guy. All you, <laughs> all you hep cats out there. <laughs> Watch well, designing fancy, fancy Prague album art. We got that one too. Mm. I'll just throw all the hypnosis. <laughs> Black Sabbath, robot peeing in another robot's mouth. <laughs> Flaming Gnosis, I think, is the other one. Anyway. Uh, the Scroll of Thoth had to remain intact or he would die. That was his weakness. Oh, it was his phylactery. Yeah. Okay. Emotep the Dry Lich. Here is some trivia. Ooh, okay. Okay. He was loosely inspired by an Egyptian polymath with the same name. Oh. Emotep is the title of a video game. Okay. All right. Doesn't know <laughs> about <laughs> Imhotep was featured in the British comedy television series. Look around you. He is depicted yeah. as an invisible <laughs> Mo Maui <laughs> the head. Really? Oh, that's fun. That's weird. In the 2010 Marvel comic series shield Imhotep was the name of a man who formed the very first shield. Okay. Huh? Hmm. So it was ancient aliens. So if I get this block a thing, I can block things. I really don't consider this one a bit of trivia. Imhotep, or for, for the most part, Imhotep is the big bad of the mummy franchise. Mm. Wow, who would have thought? Mm, right? Mm. Fun. Huh. <laughs> huh. Imhotep appears as a secondary antagonist of Monster Family? I'm not familiar with that. Me neither. All right. Well, that's it for Imhotep. Wow. Uh, 1932 M Hotel. Okay. What about Bubba Hotel? I never saw that. That's You've a fun never movie. seen Bubba Hotel. That is a fun movie. Oh my God. Okay. Are they it's, related? Does he become Elvis? Uh, yeah, I think if I had to guess, I would say the mummy in Bubba Hotel is Emotep. Okay. It's gotta so, be. So this is definitely like if he had done the smart thing and like uses powers for. Do, I mean, do you know what Bubba Hotel's about at all? No. Isn't it like the retirement home where the guy thinks he's Elvis? Yes. It, he is Elvis. He is Elvis. He he realized that his lifestyle was unsustainable, so he found the best Elvis impersonator, a guy named Sebastian Half, and was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll I'll trade places with you. Like you you people believe you're me. You can be me. Go ahead. I just I'll take your life, you take mine. I've had enough. I want to go back to just being a regular person." Prince yeah. and the Pauper situation. Essentially, yes. And then the king I, and the imposter situation. But I don't I don't remember what the actor's name is, but uh the black guy that thinks he's Kennedy. Oh yeah. Or he's like they, no, they, the they switched his brain. They, I haven't seen that movie in a while. Or they they took out his brain, they filled his head with sand, I think is what he says. <laughs> they, what, what they what he said they yeah. did. It's like you see, you think I'm black? They dyed me this color. It's like there to for his own protection by the CIA. It's it's actually <laughs> really funny. And for some reason, there's a mummy there and they fight him. But there's like gotcha. really interesting existential dialogue. There's like this thing in like the very beginning of the movie 
where um, uh, Bruce Campbell as as Elvis is talking about how like uh, the guy that lived in like the bed next to him has died and his granddaughter is there like basically picking up his stuff and she's wearing this really short skirt and keeps like basically bending over in front of him but it's like she doesn't care because like he's like an old man. Like he's, he's not even really a human at this point that it's like, she wouldn't care if like a house cat saw her underwear. So like, why would she care if he did? It's he's like know. a dog to her. Essentially. Yes. Essentially. You know, it's a very pillar men situation. She just doesn't care. <laughs> Sad to bring you back to that. Can't go an episode without Jojo. I thought we did already. Oh, okay. Well, then let's we, I mean, I referenced a Rocky because he talked yeah. about yeah. A, a cat killing a dog. Yeah. So. You know, very reversal of nature there. No, because the last episode you re. Yeah, yeah, I know you did that, and I did it really bad on purpose. And you, you dubbed it. I hope maybe I not. did. I, I dubbed hope you it. Didn't, and then I hope you did. I dubbed it, but I put your re on our Discord. I think. Okay. Wow. Oh, we can add that to because <laughs> it was Maha's birthday, pack. so I gave it to him for his birthday. <laughs> I put dude. Alan going re. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't care anyway. Um, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's that's it for the this mummy. I'm sure we'll do another mummy in the future. It's kind of a shame. Yeah, I, I really wish Universal would have done a better job rebooting the mummy again. I thought for sure. I, I still haven't. I haven't even watched it because, like, I heard it was just super terrible. Okay. Well, you said that there's actually somehow a good game. Well, that that's gonna be my plug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum, yeah mummy, uh, okay, but, uh, for sure. The um. Mummy, what, what's the movie called? I think this is just the Mummy, right? Yeah, it's it's bad, but it's kind of fucking fun. I, I it's thought not it was going to be like it's not great. It's a fun watch. I thought it was going to be Especially ancient aliens. With, I was uh, like, what if ancient Egyptians were aliens and like that's what the Mummy is? It's like a mummified alien human hybrid. Like that would have been cool, right? But it's like it's like not that, I guess. So I have to I see if I'm thinking of the right actor. I 100% am. Cruise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not who I give a shit about. Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe because Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. In that movie? The leader of, um, ooh, what's that organization called? Darkness. No, there's no, an organ- it's not that. There's an organization that keeps monsters in check. It's called the Brotherhood of the Midnight Sun. No, it's, it's probably not also that. No, it's got a dumb name. Uh, ooh, um, uh, okay. What if it were Lords of the Evening? <laughs> the I'm Midnight gonna, Sun. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep coming up with the, with these really Until stupid Until I fucking names. click on something. What if it were the, like, Vertex Empire? Vertex. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep cramming together. <laughs> um, hold on. It's the the secret society of the Equinox. Oh yeah, it's no, it's a dumb name. Prodigium. Oh yeah, okay. So it's like a, like a made up name. Okay. Yeah, but he's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, he goes crazy in a scene. Oh weird. Because they're using Tom Cruise dies and gets mummy power. Or no, he gets mummy powers, and then he can see the dead. Uh, <laughs> you die, and you get mummy powers. It's weird. Can it's, I get mummy pack? Yeah, let's, let's like, all try this. Let's have a mummy pact. And uh, you have to be fucking like right in and tell us about your mummy. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Curse. <laughs> I'm King Carl. Check it out. Curse. Da, 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 da. Lobster. 
Man. Yeah, no, that's it. What was his? Uh, did, did he? he want Action, him? Hank. Yeah. <laughs> Action, Hank. Sound off like you've got a pair. Action, Hank. I think it's Frank. Because Hank is, it, is That's right. One yeah, in, you're right. From uh, from Dexter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is Action, Frank. No, it's, yeah, it's Cartoon Network cross-promotion. They're fine with it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can Imhotep fight a hip? Can it kill a hippo? Probably not. Which one? Honestly, Scarab Man. We're not. We're not going that far, right? No, no. Just this Imhotep. Honestly, no. I. I don't think so. Uh, well, I, yeah. I think he can because he made an old man's heart stop. That took a. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That took him a lot of effort to Isn't make it right. Old like man's it might have been a coincidence. He can't die, so I think you'd just be dismembered. And live a horrible existence and the mum, the hippo would be fine. Yeah, I think so too. Honestly, like worst case scenario, like the hippo somehow gets mummy powers like by eating like Emotep. So it, no, because if that was a true thing, then there'd be so many people with mummy powers. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You are completely correct on that. That's what we should have talked about. Honestly, is people eating mummies to try to cure their indigestion. Actually, I knew a guy who threw a mummy away. Really? Allegedly, he was working in a museum and there was a flood, uh, some sort of water burst. And like, oh, man, just just throw the thing out in the back. And he's like, really? And like, yeah, you just got to get rid of it now. So there was some, there was some moldy mummies somewhere. I don't remember wow. where he's from. Honestly, dude, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, you could have had your chance to swoop one up. Yep. Moldy corpse in your living room. I mean, even if it were like completely trash as a mummy, that's still like a largely intact skeleton. Yeah, I don't know the legalities throwing a human body away. It, well, it's so desiccated at that point. It's There's no way it's going to be biohazardous. Yeah, well, It should know. be fine. It, well, I mean, and also like it's not, it, it's been like out in the air as well. Oh, like yeah. it, it should be fine. Yeah, and oxidized. It's not, it'd be one thing if it were like sealed and mostly airtight and then, you know, <laughs> You should tomb cheese and your, you know, your mummy fluids. Yeah. Then you might have a problem, but oh, no. Man, we could have cashed in on the drink, the mummy juice. We'd be set. Honestly, like mm-hmm. if it, if if I had a water also, damaged yeah. corpse, I would I just spray it with a lot of bleach, you know, and dry it out with some heat lamps. It'd be fine. And if it were completely ruined, you know, you just you unwrap it and you have you have you have a human skeleton. It's fine. I'm looking for. There's an episode of sawbones where they talk about what people used to do with mummies and i can't find it well i know because i did a bunch of reading on this earlier this year and i know like they used they like people just ingest mummy parts yeah um as like a cure-all for for a variety of things like arthritis and like joints well well that is arthritis i guess but um they also used it to make paint like mummy red uh, was it was a paint color that people used um, along with uh, like aquamarine. They were like the, the two like two huge exports from that from the region from from Egypt. Mummy parts and aquamarine. So paint a lot of. Uh, uh, what year was that? Like turn early turn of the century era paintings have like mummy parts and aquamarine in them. Huh. Just kind of interesting. Yeah. A okay. little, little bit of Egypt. Uh, the episode where they talk about mummies and sawbones is called Medical Cannibalism. Hmm. It's a good one. It's a good title. 
mummies are not a rem- not a renewable resource. It's true. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like it should be like trees. You know, you cut one down, you plant two. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> Get in the box, Grandma. Basically, you know, humans, uh, we need more mummy red, so people die, you start mummifying them. All the John Doe's and stuff. <laughs> we have a surplus of those, right? Jeez. I don't know. Is that too morbid? I don't think that's, I don't think that's morbid enough, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it I'm, is I'm, Halloween. You know, it is October. Exactly. I'm going to let it slide. Ooh. Can you imagine? You're like, I'm the... Uh, Los Angeles uh, sanctioned like mummifier. Uh, <laughs> where the, do you uh, work? The like <laughs> the, the the L.A. municipal Anubis Temple. Uh, it's, just, it's downtown, <laughs> across the street from Forest Lawn. Uh, do you have to wear that big dog hat? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's a medical implement. <laughs> Good. You look like you came out of a Stargate. Like, yeah. Man. Uh, we don't quite have Stargate technology that might actually eliminate a lot of the manual labor we have to do. Probably have a better better source of mummified remains for our medical needs. Medical and artistic needs. <laughs> Honestly, that's the kind of thing that you'd see in Shadowrun. It's a viable career path. Alright. Plug recommendations? Uh I want to plug... No, fuck it. What are some mummies in fiction that you dig? Uh, well... One of my favorite mummies is from, there's a, a terrible movie called The Robot versus the Aztec Mummy. And I really like this movie because it made me aware that mummies come from all over the world and not just Egypt. And I actually, I, I love what I call incidental mummies, which is just like when you like throw a body somewhere and it becomes a mummy. <laughs> like all them bog mummies? Essentially, yes. It, uh, and that's a lot, of, a lot of South and Central Americans would just like, they would bury people. And then, like later, dig them up because they knew that if they buried them in these bogs, that they w- it would like preserve them. And then you could just like put them in underground tombs on shelves, and you just like there's the dead people. Uh, in this movie, though, um, the mummy is the like literal like Aztec god Tezcatlipoca, <laughs> so like not not just a person. And then he fights a very bad robot, and it's, it's okay, silly and fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think that or or Karis because like Karis is a better mummy than Emotep is so at least in the original series. I like the one that we came up with in high school. Yeah, I was hoping this. Guy oh, I'm interested in this. Tell me, Emotep. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds about right. This is an emo mummy. Yep. Never happens. No. I kept thinking it's October. It's Halloween time. Kyle's leaving. <laughs> and Gerard Way's still young. You can get him to play an emo mummy. <laughs> If he puts down a goddamn pencil, stops writing comics. I don't know if he's written one in a long time. I don't think so either. I think the last one I knew he wrote was one of the Edge of Spider-Verse ones. Oh, yeah. That, the I forgot, Evangelion yeah. one. Yep. Evangelion Spider-Man. It's, it's yeah. Whoa. I'll, I can show you it. It's fun. Yeah. The Daredevil in it's real cool. Uh, I guess a mummy that I dig. Aqua Teen Mummy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Universal for us. I just, I love the idea that the, the curse of the mummy is just that he's really irritating. <laughs> yeah. It's like not even actually that bad. You just throw him away. <laughs> just put him out in the trash. <laughs> Someone uh, yeah, else's problem. inspired them. Interesting. 
Interesting. Got any mummies, Alan? Uh, the only one I could think of again, just tangentially, is the Captain Beefheart of what I see. I don't know what he's getting at, but you know, when I see mommy, I feel like a mummy. <laughs> All right, bat chain puller, <laughs> plugmendations. Uh, do you want to go first? Me? Sure. I'm gonna plug a mummy demastered. I think I might have already did it before, but it's um, it's a way forward, a way forward game. It's a Metroidvania. And it's really fucking good. Uh, it's super. It's not super related to the Tom Cruise movie. It has the same main villain, but you play as a nameless like, prodigium employee, like agent. You go in to these caves in uh, Iraq and <laughs> you just fight a bunch of zombie mummy monsters. And then when you die, you start over at a save point. None of your gear. You have to go back to get your gear and fight your corpse that has all your gear. So you're just like a, like a new agent fighting yep. the, the corpse of the dead agent. Yep. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that really is the best mechanic. And it has all of your weapons, so it can shoot your fucking missiles at you when you just have the tiny little gun. Wow, so it's like like a Dark Souls. Yeah. But but your stuff Actually back. kind of more difficult. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And just like all Metroidvanias, when you get like your better jumps and stuff, it just gets so much more fun. Oh, yeah. Movement becomes more satisfying. Yeah. Unplug. Mummy Demastered. I think it's like 15, 20 bucks. Wow. If that. Yeah, I still got to pick it up. Do you know if it's on Switch? Ooh, I don't. Because I might. Act, I, I really want to get a Switch. I might pick one up soon. If things I'm looking uh, for kinda, another kind of rebound for me. And I still have to pick up Bloodstained, so. Yeah. And Bloodstained is very good. Although Bloodstained's not a Metroid. Well, the, the uh, what is it? Curse of the Moon isn't. I don't know. I think Ritual of the Night is, though. Someone told me, I don't remember who it was, but someone who played it told me it's like exactly the same as Symphony of the Night. That's kind of what I'd figured that like they they deliberately made Curse of the Moon like a throwback to it's basically Castlevania three with like a lot of quality of life improvements. And then the Ritual of the Night is like more like Symphony of the Night. So. Uh, if people listening have any Metroidvania so, so, uh, suggestions, God, why can't I fucking talk? Hold your brain out of your nose while you were sleeping. You're right. Filled his head with sand, dude. It makes sense. Any Metroidvania uh, suggestions? I've really enjoyed uh, Guacamelee. <laughs> we got to make our Metroidvania. We do. Uh, WrestleVania. Uh, WrestleVania. Symphony <laughs> of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul Bearer's death, <laughs> Undertaker's Dracula. <laughs> I hope they have super reverberated voiceovers. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, it will. Can we, yeah, let's let's from this point on, let's just only have distant voices. <laughs> I'll put on the twinger. <laughs> Good God. Good God. What is a man? <laughs> fuck, I just you? want to talk about Castle, or Castlevania now. Oh, man. I and mean, we can do like we a Castlevania the, retrospective. Yeah, it might be fun to like to do an episode one day where we look at Dracula. cryptids that. Well, I was, I mean, just cryptids that appear in Castlevania. I mean, because we've covered a couple. That's true, but it might be kind of neat to to kind of just go through Castlevania's monster list and find the cryptids. I don't know if we have to do that, but yeah, no, I mean, because like I know Mothman is in one of them. Mothman's like, in a couple. There's a there's a yeah. bunch of surprising, uh, surprising ones. So no, there's an artist. Yeah, Dulahan, I think, is in a few of them. Yeah. And of course, I can respect now with time the stone mask. Yeah, did not understand that then. Now I do. 
<laughs> so thank you, Castlevania. But even then, I think that's like a double reference. It's like like a what do you call that? Like a, like a reclaimed reference, sort of, because like I think the stone mask is also like a reference to like stone death masks. Oh uh, yeah. So like I think I, like I said, I think it like kind of went full circle. All right, who's got that next plug recommendation? Uh, I'm gonna plug a YouTube channel called uh, Deus Deacon Reviews. Um, he's just like a British guy that reviews horror movies and the reviews are pretty fun. I guess he doesn't only review horror, but mostly horror and they're just pretty fun. I, I was up way too late last night watching, uh, reviews of all of the prophecy movies with Christopher Walken and yeah. See, hold on. What do you mean that by that? Cause prophecy okay. is a movie He's, of a big old fucking yeah. bear. No. Okay. Not, okay. not, not, not prophecy. The prophecy. Okay. Because prophecy is great. Yeah. <laughs> prophecy is the one. It's like the gooey and fucking brutal. And the best death scene I've ever uh, seen. It, that's like a, like a, bag. like a radiation, yeah. like, yep. like beware of what, what hell yep. you might ring. Humans. It's on Amazon yeah. prime. So if you want to watch a movie about a big fucking bear, fucking shit up. I am interested. It's also another one of those weird mid to late seventies things where some classic director of like a Western or something just was, out of his mind, drunk. It's like, ah, I'm just coming to the movie. <laughs> nice. Like Night of the, the working, The working yeah. director. No, it's a phenomenon. Last night I ate a bunch of edibles and just watched The Mummy. Good God. <laughs> That's got to be quite an experience. It was nice. But uh, no, when I when I say The Prophecy, the, the one where Christopher Walken plays Gabriel. Yeah. Um, it's always not, Gabriel. Not Michael where, where John, John Travolta, Travolta plays, plays Gabriel. Michael. Or where, where, yeah, that's right, where he plays oh, Michael. Wow. What kind of genre is this one? I, I actually genuinely enjoy weird angel film as a genre. Is <laughs> this kind a, of fun? There was an ABC family, like original movie or series, like specials or whatever. We, talking about Touched by an Angel? No. With Della Reese. Brian Cranston plays Satan. Oh, <laughs> man. That sounds great. It is. He's And like it's all about his son who is like half. He's a Nephilim. Oh, God. That's always how it goes. And there's some like weird there's some cool fire swords in it and then like brian cranston shows up uh, he's like you're my son but i'm not any angel i'm lucifer i'm not just any angel wow and in the first prophecy movie vigo mortensen plays lucifer like it's kind of remarkable that's awesome it's really surprising there's like an extended scene of him eating someone's heart it's like, okay cool. <laughs> all right all right alan uh yeah um Time has flown by. Uh, I recently rewatched all the journeys in the outside with Jarvis Cocker. I think that's probably the best documentary series on outsider art houses. I don't like that word, but that's what I'm going to use. But uh, what's funny is doing the research for this thing I did recently, Ancient Aliens is running out of ideas. They decided that this guy, Edward Leeds Scalin, a five-foot-tall man who built a whole castle out of coral rocks just smashed with car parts, they're saying it's aliens now. So. Yeah. They have like 15 seasons and they haven't been on for that many years. Yeah, I'm glad that we've gotten to that point. <laughs> so wait, hold on, hold on. They're alleging that a structure that's like documental, like documentably proven to have been built by a person was like built like directly by aliens. Are they saying he was like They're inspired by aliens? Assisted. And mm. a friend of mine who lives in Florida, he went there and he said, oh yeah, I know there's a guy who said it was aliens. And then the older guy is like, who here heard it was by aliens? And everyone raised their hands like, well, it's not true. <laughs> Edward Leeds Scalin did this with broken car parts and his own hands in depression. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
Ancient Man, Greek. it's aliens. still got some good ratings, though. <clears throat> Ancient Aliens got a 7.3 on IMDb. That's so funny. I mean, like, I gotta wonder. I have to wonder, though, how much of that is, like, kind of meta, you know? Like, people watch it because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, season 14, episode 15 is going to air on the 11th. What year did they begin? Not. I was going to say, not definitely not 2004, right? 2009. Wow. So they're just doing that two seasons per season, basically. Standalone pilot aired. Oh, and then, God. like, 2010 is when they started. So they've had 14 seasons in nine years. And not once has Universal made a movie where the mummy is an ancient alien. <laughs> yeah. I really liked <laughs> Indiana Jones 4. I also oh, yeah. liked Crystal Skull. I, you and I, Honestly, you and I have talked about this to death. Yeah. They, like, there's only one thing in a movie I don't like, and it just, it's just not swing. even a big deal. I just don't understand why it's there. Yeah, it, it cuts the action yep. for no reason. You just like move that somewhere else if you have to have a the lot of people swing. I've argued are like, well, it's aliens. I'm like, aliens are just as believable as magic cup that makes you live forever or Jesus box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that weird. I mean, I, I will say that if somebody were to make the argument that like, well, it's kind of off theme, I can kind of agree with that. Kind of. And they haven't but read like, the fucking comic books where he goes to fucking Atlantis and fights fucking like no, you're right. subterranean and they're, they're Nazis. Not, not familiar with the like young Indiana Jones either that like they're it's really just people who have seen granted the two best Indiana Jones movies the Raiders and Last Crusade yep. and they're like oh yeah like it's like you know fighting Nazis to get like Arthur legend stuff okay Dude. so I, I could see I could see aliens being jarring from that. This must be a trick. This is this has to be on This purpose. must be a trick of the night. The executive producer of Ancient Aliens is Kevin Burns. <laughs> oh, it's not like Kevin it's Burns not his brother or cousin. It's not Bernie Kearns. It's like Bernard Kenneth. You just like reverse it. Wow. I clicked on him to see if he has any relation. I didn't expect him to, and he does not. Okay. But, uh, Burns has created an, and executive produced more than 800 hours of television programming. <laughs> wow. Oh God. His work can be seen on a and E national geographic, uh, L or no, I'm sorry. E <laughs> that explanation point looked like an L with a comma. Okay. Um, Animal planet, AMC, Bravo, we TV travel channel, lifetime and the history channel. Ooh, Bravo. His first producer credit is I Remember Barbara from 1981. <laughs> wow. Been in the game for a long time. Fourth thing. Alien Nation, Dark Horizon. The movie. From 1994? Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's something we got to watch. I like David's been trying to get me to watch those with him for like ever. We got to watch Alien Nation. Alien Nation, Body and Soul, Alien Nation, Millennium. Wow. Friggin' Sam Francisco. We gotta watch it, dude. I'm gonna look at what their most recent episode of Ancient Aliens is. <laughs> it's gonna be like, dogs, <laughs> hubcaps, the light bulb. Okay, so episode 156, not their most recent one. Their most recent one is 164, the alien mountain. <laughs> okay. What, like Shasta or something? Uh, probably. Uh, but alien uh, episode 150, where was it? 156 episode seven of season 14 the druid connection hmm. finally getting there constellation code the nuclear agenda islands of fire the trans dimensionals 
They're really branching out with that one. Secrets of the Maya. They came from the sea. The star gods of Sirius. All right, finally. Element 115. Mm. Return to Antarctica. <laughs> well, I think we're out of return back to Assface Lake. <laughs> so for next episodes and all that jazz, if you have any questions, suggestions, from just anything, anything you want to say. Complaints, hot takes. Yeah. How do you feel with that bracket? I'm still kind of mad about it. <laughs> the Tengu won fair and square. Yeah, but I'm mad about it. You don't have to like him. You just have to respect him, you know? No, I'm mad about it. No, I don't know. <laughs> All <laughs> right, time, I'm not that. Time has happened. Time yeah, has it's passed. been like three Mistakes weeks since we made. recorded that. Yeah, but I'm still thinking about it. Uh, honestly, it's like everything else that we recorded. just a blur in my mind. We took, t- this is our first recording since then for three weeks. We, we had two. We had a vacation. Because I had to go die in the desert. I, I wish I had spent my vacation time more profitably, honestly. I still don't have work until fucking Thursday. I'm super jealous. Wait, t- damn. Go get tomorrow. that Takashi Miike then. Yeah, but I've, like, <laughs> I've been back since Sunday night. Oof. I've just been chilling. I'm super jealous. I keep putting myself through all this help with school, and I don't know. I have like no time for anything now. Our email address is featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com if you have any questions for us or monsters you like tell us what you what you want or rage how about your rage mail how do you feel about that bracket i have to read that you don't well send it to me i'm alan i don't remember info haysept rage mail (laughs) (laughs) our twitter is at fecre f-e-a-c-r-e our instagram is featured underscore creatures and we have a redbubble store Oh, that's right. Uh, our friend finally got his cup. It, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I was. I thought it was a regular size mug, but it's a pretty big mug. It's huge. And it looks pretty good, too. I have to see it in person, though. Well, yeah, to judge. yeah, judge. Exactly. I do experience it. And our Patreon. For a dollar, you get a sticker for signing up. If you put your address, you have to put your address. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, but you have to to get your stuff. You forfeit your stuff if we you do promise, that, and I get it. We promise Alan doesn't we get any. I get it all if you forfeit it. No, we save it for other people who put their address because no we way. don't have to make more stickers. I want them all. <laughs> you take also, it with you after you die. <laughs> Some mummy covered in bumper stickers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Just mummy me up with ready all my... for his mystical journey. <laughs> Oh, my four It's like my stickers. other, like right over the fucking chest, my other car is a sarcophagus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, for a dollar, you get stickers when you sign up, or a sticker when you sign up, and the ability to vote, and bonus episodes. Those bonus episodes are pretty good. We watch an episode of Lost Tapes and talk about it. We're almost uh, done with season one of Lost Tapes. We're going to take a break from that and watch another show. No. We're going to watch Beast Legends. I want to know how this ends, though. We will. Beast Legends is only like five, six episodes. Uh, I'm interested. It's the one with the guy I hate. No, yes. I know. I just, I'm, I don't know. I've been craving the lost tapes. It's happened. I horseshoot you guys. It's fun because I'm going to have to, de- I'm going to have to devil's advocate the Beast Legends guy. I'm going <laughs> to have to spend so much time defending him. I mean, <laughs> this isn't the first time that we've reversed our Tony decision. I guess that's true. Tony Dog Shields is not a Tony. 
Well, exactly. But we we went in. <laughs> I know. I went in hating him. It was like this this friggin' nerd. This no, he's a hero. Nerd. And then he got actually pretty cool. Five dollars. You get a diploma, which we just printed up a bunch of them, so we have them ready to ship out. We're gonna sign them immediately after this. Uh, a new sticker whenever we new stickers whenever we get it. Um, I don't know when our next one's gonna be, but we're working on some ideas. <laughs> I mean, I have some ideas. Oh, yeah, it's not all up on you. Okay, good. <laughs> and then, uh, said diploma. Oh, Discord server. It's been three weeks. I'm a little rusty. You get access to our Discord server where we post. Er, I post, Maha posts, other people post them. It's a growing community. Fun, cryptid we, uh, memes. We interact with each other. I'm almost never you, there. You get but. to see, there's a post about uh, the Glock Ness monster. <laughs> Whoa. It's uh, cryptids, but they're guns. <laughs> oh my God. I'm very interested in this idea. Yeah, let me. This just sounds fun. I'm looking, I'm looking up Glock Ness monster right now. I'm scrolling back because it was pretty funny. No Google, not Glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah, it's um cryptid that shoots you when you find out about it. The Glockness monster and Gunfoot. <laughs> and then uh, one of our patrons, one of the people in our Discord server, put uh, Quetzal Colt Forty Five, which. I, I like that one. Uh, remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Curse! Curse! Action, Frank. 